Hello, brilliant to have you back for more Digital Spaces Present content. Today we're hearing from Frank, a regular visitor to Bell Green Library. Yeah, when I moved into Dewey's house, that high-rise flat behind you, it was nice. It was comfortable, really warm, and I lived on the 16th floor, I think. And there were all pensioners up there, it was very quiet, everybody was uh, affable, gone with each other, and it was lovely. And it was nice, like, you know, and I was quite comfortable there. And um, the council got it into their heads that you couldn't move in there if you was under 40. Right? 40 or 50. They changed the rules that people under 40 could now go in there. And that's where all the trouble started. Loud music, banging pipes and everything like that. Of course, when I was on shift work, somebody below you'd be banging away in the radiators like, you know, nutters. And I was going to work with my eyes hanging out. My head like, you know, it was terrible. Like, you know, I thought, I'm not putting up with this much longer. And I looked around. And they eventually bought my own place and moved down the road. We had to, uh, went into a masonette down there and uh, I've been happy there ever since. Well, I could see the whole area. I could even see the factory where I worked up Peugeot, like, you know, up Brighton. It didn't bother me as long as I got peace and quiet, you know. That was all I was interested in. As long as everything was clean, peace and quiet, that was it. Well, I'm frightened of whites. I am. And I hate going up in lifts. I'm absolutely terrified of lifts, but I've never liked lifts. As a matter of fact, I had a moped when I was in Dewey's house and uh, I used to take it up with me. It's only a little thing, like, you know. And you get it, you can get it in, the, in the, the lift dead easy. Of course, if you're coming home at three o'clock in the morning, nobody bothers you anyway. And, uh, but if the lift would broke down, I had to carry it up 16 flights of stairs. Were you fifth? So one day, hey, well, I must have been. But one day I left it outside here, just outside there for about 10 minutes. Somebody come out and nicked it. <laughs> yeah, and I found it wrecked about 10 miles away, like, you know. I think I'd do away with them high rise. I'd do away with them high rise because I'm afraid there's some, uh, there's some lonely people in there. And there can be, if you haven't got a good neighbour, it can be a lonely life. Loneliness is a terrible thing, like, you know. That's why we lose all this good, uh, good neighbourhood down there. We all watched out for each other, you know. Mel Green was just somewhere to shop for me. It was really lovely, but back where I lived, it was all farmland. And uh, all the hay and everything, like, it was beautiful. Wild ducks and everything, like, you know. But the developers moved in, that dangerous word, developers. They'll develop anywhere, won't they? they de I mean, they developed all the back of my land, and it was quite a lot of land, farmland, and it all ended up in uh, schools and houses, like, you know. Which people have got somewhere to live at the end of the day, ain't they? There's a bell, bell in over there, that's been knocked down, mysteriously caught Lloyd. But there's only one pub here now, and that's the Crown. But and there were pubs all over the place. Community, well, good friends, obviously, you know. When they go, like, you know, I mean, uh, it have its own to you, you're not on this planet for, you're not on this planet forever, like, you know. I mean, I've got my own medical problems, like, you know. But I'm still here at 78, like, you know, and, um, I don't know. You've got to, you've got to use life, ain't you? 
be generous to people, help people, and I like to think that's why I'm a socialist. I like to think that's what I do. I like to think that, yeah, I like to think I'm a friendly person. But all I want at the end of the day is peace and quiet and friendship. And there's plenty of that where I live. But if I could move tomorrow, I would. But I've got a wonderful neighbour up above me. And uh, she's been a lovely neighbour. The one I had before, it drove me nuts. If you've got somebody above you who's got kids who can make your life hell, make your life hell, like, you know. And she walked in, and it's been lovely ever since, about the past 20 years, like, you know. I couldn't wish for a better neighbour. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm still here, like, you know. I've outlived some of my mates who were in better health than what I was. If I had to have another job in my life again, it would be a librarian. It's peaceful, nobody gets onto them, they're in the warm, and I never had that one. <laughs> I have a good laugh at the girls down there. They're all good girls. I'll go and get a book out, read it. I'll get the local paper out first. Not much in it. See what's happening. What? me. Have a go at the crossword. See if there's any new premises opening up. Generally, what's happening in the city, like you know. I'll go up and get a book out, depending what I'm feeling like, and depending what the weather. But mostly, I'll have a chat with the ladies, and they're good fun. Well, I, got, I walked past the food bank Sunday, about three o'clock, and I stood there and I looked to see what sort of things I was getting. Before I know it, this bloke would give me a bag, he started throwing loads, rice, and everything. I said, no, it's not for me, mate. I said, I just want to see what they're getting, like, you know. Well, what sort of a country are we living in? I mean, people have to go down there to get a bite to eat. A rich country like us, it's a scandal, isn't it? It's a scandal. I mean, I, rem I remember the ration books. You know, and um, you didn't get a lot to eat, but that was the situation everybody was in. And you didn't think about it, like, you know. I mean, we had patches on our pants and everything. Your, your toes were hanging out your shoes and everything, like, you know, but everybody was in the same boat. It was after the war, like, you know. And, uh, and God help you if you pulled a face at the teacher, because he'd pull you out and cane you so hard. The teachers in our days, they were worse than any sergeant major in the army. And you tell them that you're dead, blinking in front of them, but you know. And he'd, he'd open his desk door out, his desk thing up, like, you know. He'd pull two pairs of boxing gloves out, he'd say, you, you. And he'd hammer it, you know, you'd have to hammer each other in there. Hey, I'll get rid of them for a start. That's your wings. I used to keep them when I was a kid. Yeah, loved them. No, no, they weren't racing pigeons, but, you know, just a hobby. Flying around there like them, like, you know. They've never been able to work out how a pigeon finds its way home. They've never ever worked around. 